following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What is up and welcome back into another episode of the Uptempo Podcast. Tonight we are joined by a very special guest by the name of Harrison Tarr. Harrison, man, how are you doing tonight? And tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey guys, it's uh, thanks for having me on. I'm having a having a great evening. Told you I had some Waffle House for dinner. The vibes are good. We're, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're, in, we're in a good headspace. Ready, ready to talk some Auburn ball. And uh, yeah, I'm Harrison Tarr. I'm the one of the hosts of the College Loop podcast. Uh, that's every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, talking all things Auburn between between Hugh Freeze, Mickey Dean, everywhere in between. So Love that. we've uh, we've got a lot of fun stuff there, and we've been following you guys pretty closely. So I'm super excited to be here on Up Tempo, and uh, you know I'm, I'm pumped. So I'm, I'm ready to get into it, man. Love that, Harrison. Well, man, I. If my dog's in the background, I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, we just rescued him here a minute ago, and uh, and we've been without him for a week. So he's excited to be back home. I'm so sorry. Uh, but, Dustin, man, look, I know a lot of stuff has been going on uh, in the softball world. Like Harrison just mentioned, uh, he is uh, just down downright into the softball thing and, and – uh, and, there's been a lot of action, man. A lot of portal stuff. A lot of people in the fan base kind of going after Mickey Dean, saying that there needs to be a change. Uh, Dustin, I'm going to hand it over to you, man, and, and let you rip away. Yeah, there's nobody better to have on than Harrison here, so we appreciate him coming on for us. Uh, just a lot of noise, and the reason I wanted to have him on was because, the, especially on Twitter, you see all these accusations. You see accusations about Auburn doesn't care about women's sports and Mickey Dean this and Mickey Dean that, and I see – I haven't seen a whole lot of softball all year. And then all of a sudden the season ends and everybody wants to point fingers and blame. So uh, I wanted to kind of weed through the rumor here, weed through what was false and kind of figure out what the truth of the matter is. And we'll just start there, Harrison. You had some important names enter the portal this week. Uh, Just kind of shed light on maybe why those names hit the portal, tell us who they are and just kind of what's the situation there. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so much to unpack here, Dustin. And, and I, I really appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to come on and talk um, because I'm softball definitely something I'm super passionate about women's athletics specifically something I'm passionate about four mm-hmm. names that you really need to know going into the transfer portal, leaving the Auburn program. And, and I'll kind of go in a, no particular order, but a little bit of an order. Denver Bryant um, held down third base, a lot contact hitter, um, put a couple over the wall hits for average. It's very, very solid piece to your, to, to your lineup. You've got Jesse Bland and Carly McConaughey, both contributors throughout their entire Auburn tenure and their entire career. And then you've got a generational talent in, in Briellis. And, and, and guys, yeah, generational talent feels like the right word. Uh, 34 home runs, she find, finds herself. Uh, 34 home career home runs, rather, uh, across her first two seasons at Auburn. SEC freshman mm. of the year. She's an all should have been an All-American at, all, at Auburn. And is going to find herself, now that she's leaving, she's going to end at ninth overall on the Auburn total career home runs list, which when you think about the amount of players that have come through, especially with bonus years of eligibility, that's pretty damn impressive. Uh, mm-hmm. So a lot of lot of pieces out and a lot of talented pieces coming in. You've got a freshman class of, I believe, it's five or six. Uh, I, don't, I don't have that, that number off the top of my head. I, I go back and forth about whether, whether or not it's five or six. There's also a couple more um, that I think we can expect to head this way, especially with roster spots now open. And, and this mm-hmm. team's still super young. And you had a second generational talent this year. I mean, and I don't use that term lightly. Matty Penta is probably going to go down as the best pitcher in the history of Auburn, history of Auburn softball. Mm-hmm. And there, there's you've got you've got pieces returning, and you've got fans pissed off on one side, pissed off on the other. And and there's a couple different camps. So it's uh, yeah. To to your point, you, you really saw the kind of the smoke blow up after Bri- really Briellis at the transfer portal. I mean, let, let's let's not yeah. play around. Let's, <clears throat> let's let's talk about the name that people know, the household name. That even if you only know one player on Auburn's entire softball mm-hmm. sta- uh, team, it's probably Brie Ellis. Mm-hmm. 
and the most valuable NIL name on that team as well. So there's there's a lot of moving pieces here. I'm, I'm, I don't want to like ramble on too long. I'll kind of let you, I guess, guide the ship here and, and, and tell me where, where you where you want me to go. Go ahead, buddy. You, you, the floor is yours. <laughs> I mean, I just yeah, you just tell me directionally where, where you want me to start because there's a lot of a lot of pieces. If you want, I can break down kind of the two camps that I've found, and we talked about it a little bit before we got. Yeah, where there. do you where do you fall? Yeah, where do you fall in these two camps? I know kind of all fair. You said you kind of were straddling the fence here. Uh, that's yeah, that's kind of the perfect analysis, or I guess analogy rather. I'm I'm teetering that metaphorical line, right? And uh, mm-hmm. it's a very very fine line. So I, I I'm, I'm I'm trying not to fall into either side. You got your camp that that wants Dean gone. And Mickey Dean's been the head coach since 2017, took over after I don't know how much you guys know about the previous tenure, but holy shit, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a train wreck. <laughs> Weirdos. The, the, the product on the field was really, really good. Yeah. The off-field yeah. problems are, wow, how Auburn actually managed to salvage what they had at that point is miraculous. Yeah. Um, so the, there's the, the, the argument that, you know, Mickey Dean has kind of hit that plateau and, and Auburn fans, we've, we've seen this movie before. I know on a much bigger scale, but kind of similar argument to Gus Malzahn, right? I mean, you, you've, you've seen the heights that this program can go to back-to-back regional appearances. I personally think Auburn got screwed and not hosting a regional this past year. Yep. Um, I'm, I actually yeah, don't sure. think that that's a, I'm, guys, I'm just going to tell you, that's a statement of fact. Auburn did get screwed. Yep. Um, and not that Clemson didn't deserve to host. They absolutely did. Fantastic softball team, but uh, having two teams below you in the SEC final standings host was both. Um, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's neither here nor there. On the other side of this camp, you've got a whole lot of people questioning. And, and actually, I, I digress for a second. There's kind of the lingering question that both sides will agree about. Is Auburn going about everything the right way, whether that be the Dean administration or the athletics department as, as a whole or on the victory? There's mm-hmm. a buzzword and then there's your clickbait. Um, because I, I, I'm going to say some things about on the victory that I don't want people to think that I'm demeaning it, but there are questions uh, about how on the victory is, is, is kind of constructed. There's also, the, so, so on the other side of this, of this fence, this, that we're, that we're speaking about is, is Auburn taking care of women's athletics as really as a whole, but specifically softball right now, because let, let's be honest guys outside of equestrian softball is by is far and away the most successful in the highest level of talent right now. I think women bat- women's basketball is going to get there eventually, neither here nor there. Uh, but there, there's the whole conversation of does Auburn athletics take care financially of softball? Do they spread the love enough? Uh, does on to victory? Does that really, is that, is that a, 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 an entity that can keep talent like Briellis, uh, like Denver Bryant uh, on, 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 on this roster. And, and I kind of find myself in the middle because I've, I struggle to ever find in most situations. And, and, and I, I say most situations as an innuendo, Dustin and I talked about this before we got in the air. In most situations, specifically at Auburn, I have struggled to find a necessitated change in leadership based on one person's fault alone. Mm-hmm. The previous football tenure does not apply to that statement at all. Uh, <laughs> but that, like, but like I said, to, to, to keep to keep it softball centric, there are valid arguments. Truthfully, there are valid arguments, and you're going to have both ends of the extreme. And I'll be honest, right now, if you're on one end of either extreme, uh, you need to do your research because mm-hmm. you should fall somewhere in the middle. Uh, and, and that kind of falls for kind of like any controversy ever, right? For the most part. Uh, and uh, there are interesting thoughts uh, and takeaways that I've heard in the past couple of days that I'm, I'm sure we'll get to uh, here, here shortly. What um, you talk about the NIL situation. So here's kind of what, here was my first thought when I saw all this pop up. How much money is there? Because I look at, what was it? It's 20 transfers in football, right? Was it 19 or 20? 
But you want to transfer out or transfer in? In the portal, how many guys we added? Uh, 21. 21. Yeah. 21. Okay. A complete new offensive line, and everybody out there is looking for offensive linemen. So how much money went into Peyton Thorne in that offensive line? That's kind of my thing. Before I'm, before I'm quick to criticize on a victory, I ask, how much money do they have? Yeah, and that's a million-dollar question, right? And, and, and you bring up a great point because in, I know that we're, we're all kind of growing accustomed to this new landscape of the NIL. And, and, and I kind of talked about this last night in the Twitter space, trying to kind of put out some fires where I thought that they, they shouldn't have been lit. But it's still very much in its infancy, guys. It's mm-hmm. it's we're we're not sure where this is, is this is going to take us. Personally, my takeaway: this is a great thing, and student athletes should be able to make money off their name, image, likeness. That's neither here nor there. I'll, I'll yeah. lobby for that forever. Mm-hmm. But on to victory as an NIL collective. I mean, when, when on to victory kind of became a rumor, and and we heard about you know the all these schools were going to have NIL collectives. I'll be completely honest and just be candid with you guys. I was like, what the hell does that look like? And and I, I think the answer right now is we don't know, and on to victory still doesn't really know. What I do know mm-hmm. is that if, if you donate, you can choose where your money goes. And, and, and I don't think there's a single NIL entity or institution that's stupid enough to actually take money from one fund to another. I, I think that, that they all, all understand that that would go poorly quick. Mm-hmm. That, to, that being said, your collective, the, the general collective, when you buy your Onto Victory merch, which those pullovers are sweet, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when, when, you, when you buy the, the sticker for your laptop, when you donate $10 to the collective, whatever it, that looks like. The general collective... I don't think anybody really knows how that's delegated and, and I'm not challenging anyone as much as I'm just trying to, I guess, provide my, my take. And if you guys have some insight on that, I would love to be educated here too. You got something like, no, go ahead. Dust. I just, uh, so what, what would you like to What do you think that they can do better at on a victory to support women's athletics as a whole, not just softball? Because I'll tell you, here's my thing, right? Here's where I start with this. I watch these. Uh, we get Coach Harris is here in basketball. I, you know, a little bit of excitement. You see all the stuff that she's added in the portal. I tuned into some games, and I saw maybe 50 people at some of these games. To me, it starts with us. Oh, you're you're so correct. You hit the nail on the head. And there's this whole, I guess, overarching movement in, in, in all of uh, the, the sports world, really, where people in the WNBA is a great example about people saying, oh, we're sick of you shoving this down our throat. We're sick of you shoving down this throat on our throat. Okay, I, I, I understand your argument if you're not interested. But at some point, we got to find unique ways to grow the game, right? And mm-hmm. and I'll be honest with you, there is an age demographic. And I don't really know what that what that number cutoff is. I'm, I work in marketing as, as a full-time job, but I, I've never sat down and done it. It would actually be a fa- fascinating thesis for any Auburn senior that, that's watching this. Uh, I, and I would, I would very, very, be very interested in this dissertation. There's an age cutoff where it's kind of a lost cause, right? Uh, that, mm-hmm. that are, they're not super open-minded to, to, to growing women's sports. To hell with that. that who, who really cares? It's focusing on, on, on getting the generation right now that can be impactful within the next like decade, um, and the, the young emerging professionals, and, and the people that are open-minded um, and, and the next decade beyond. So it's so really two generations. And obviously, you always want to grow the youth. It starts with with that group, in, in my opinion. And I've kind of had a lot of a lot of conversations with a lot of people about how do we grow women's athletics as a whole. It starts with branding. I know that's such a like a, a blanket statement, but you kind of have to get corny before you can get serious uh, when, when you're trying to get people interested in things. Yeah. And um, like I said, I work in marketing every day. I appeal to people who I it blows my mind some of the stuff they fall for. I'm, I'm not saying I'm a sleazy salesman, but it blows my mind how you get people's attention. Is, is what yeah. I really would say. Right. 
Um, and I, th I think it's, it's a collective thing that everyone needs to understand that uh, if, 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 if you really want to grow the game and you want to win championships at your alma mater or your favorite team, whatever you may have you, that it takes a, it takes a village. And, and we can't just point and say, hey, you NIL collective or hey, you athletics department, you have to do better. You have to show reason why they should. That being said, it does fall somewhere on the, on the athletics department because ultimately every single one of these teams is, is, is their responsibility. And it, they, they all make up one entity. So it's, uh, man, it's a complicated, complicated world. But I, this year's women's NCAA tournament and last year's women's college world series were really encouraging numbers. I mean, I don't know yeah. if y'all watched the women's national championship in basketball. Damn it. That was fun. It, yeah, was, it was, fun. it was, yeah. So, it was. And, and it got, and it got a little, and it got a little traction with the, with the whole, you see me now you don't and all that, the yeah. trash talking stuff. So. Hey, and, and people, uh, the people that are in, interacting with these things on social media saying, oh, you know, play the game the right way. Of course, they don't get this. Congrats. Yeah. You're helping the algorithm. That's your own fault. <laughs> well, Harrison, real quick, man. Uh, I just wanted to ask you this. Like, I, I've, I've seen people on, on Twitter talk about John Cohen and, and pushing the women's side of things, man. Do you think that John Cohen – I mean, I guess saying cares about women's athletics. I mean, that's kind of crazy. But do you think he will push the the basketball, the women's basketball department, and the softball department, and and women's gymnastics and things like that? Well, I think gymnastics he doesn't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whether whether he wants to or not, gymnastics kind of falls out of this hole. And I almost forget to mention gymnastics, not because I don't, I'm not an avid fan, but it mm -hmm. kind of solved its own problems, right? I mean, college, collegiate gymnastics is bigger than it's ever been right now. Yeah. And, and, mm -hmm. and, and we figured that out. We figured out how to, how to approach that. As far as uh, do I think John Cohen is, is, is running the full court, a metaphorical full court press on, on women's athletics and promoting, whether that be women's basketball, uh, women's golf, things like that, you know, trying to grow all, all, all the sports. I don't know that, I don't know that we've had, have the sample size. And uh, there were some successful teams. Mississippi State women's basketball has been a solid program for Great an extended point. period of time. Great point. And, and until the past couple of years, uh, Mississippi, Mississippi State softball has been relevant. Now, the past couple of years, that's neither here nor there. We don't need to bring that up. That is a whole <laughs> yeah. But I, I, don't, I don't know that we have the sample size, to be completely honest with you, at Auburn. Uh, I, I, I'm certain that, that we will find out within uh, 18 months. His first 18 months, in my opinion, are the most important mm -hmm. uh, first academic in a half year um, in my, is, is in my opinion, the most important, like those first hundred days in office for president. Right. Mm -hmm. So what are, what are some things that he can do? Like what are some of the first steps that you would, that you would look at and say, okay, I think we're headed in the right direction. In terms of investing in women's, women's athletics. Yeah. Just the, just the overall, you know, like you talk about the turning around the support, turning around how much the athletics department is putting into it, the overall investment. Well, let me start this, but I'm not blowing smoke up anybody's ass. Um, if, if you ever have a, a platform and a university and a community that can help you be successful in this, you have one right now. Um, because, because Auburn fans build it. It's the it's like the field of dreams. Build it and they will come. Mm -hmm. It is truly remarkable. And I'm not I'm not just saying that if you invest in, in facility upgrades. Now, I know people are going to come at me and say, you know, Auburn, uh, softball just got a new hitting facility. That's great. Jamie Moore is not the gold standard. Um, for for softball, uh, it's a fun place to be. I I, I enjoy it. It's not yeah. the gold standard for a softball facility. Uh, women's basketball, you don't need a women's basketball only facility right now. If if that can be something that we can get to that program where, where it needs to be, that's a discussion. And then you can kind of be cutting edge in that, right? I mean, I guess you're behind South Carolina, but uh, everyone's facing Don Staley. That's that's not yeah. That's so 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 irrelevant and that ominous. But I, th I think that it, it. I guess getting the powers of be on board is priority one. 
Uh, and and look, if I if I knew what happened in those in in those meetings of the board of trustees, and and I knew which direction uh, the Auburn athletics really prioritized outside of obviously football and basketball, my name would be Jimmy Rain. So I I I, I hate to tell you, I, I just don't know that there's a good benchmark starting point, other than in, I, I guess embracing the fact that you have to establish a marketing model and, and, and establish a branding model that makes women's sports enticing to attend. It's if you can get people in person first, the viewership online will come. That just needs to play second fiddle. So I, I really don't know, Dustin. I mean, it, it's one of those conversations where everyone has to be open-minded to it. If you want to claim that Auburn's an everything school, then that can be your shtick. And if, if you want to embrace it, that can be your shtick and that can be your thing. And you can be successful in all areas. So, I mean, it's, making it more appealing to recruits is number one. But like outside of that, it, it starts at the top. Well, Harrison, man, look, I, I know Auburn got ripped uh, with having to go to Clemson. Somehow Alabama gets the number five overall seed, man. And, and switching it back to softball just real quick. Uh, the biggest thing with Mickey Dean, man, is, is no, uh, no super regionals uh, in the six years that he's been there. Mm-hmm. No conference titles, no nothing, uh, to be honest. I mean, it's like you said earlier, from where we were under that administration, uh, it, it, I know it was some weirdos and, and terrible things that happened. <laughs> sickos. Uh, yeah, sickos, sickos, dude. Uh, <laughs> but we we literally look and sit here and break down Mickey Dean and the job that he has done, man can Auburn keep him around and expect to be a winning softball program? Well, uh, Auburn's in prime position to fire him because they just gave him an extension and they're really good at doing things like that. Um, <laughs> oh, so let's, 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 let's start there. Oh, man. Um, hey, if you, you guys are familiar with my work, you know, I really don't hold back and bite my tongue on stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. that's, look, that's, just the bed, that's just the bed that Auburn's made. Uh, I, I don't think Mickey Dean will be terminated this year. I made an analogy in a Twitter space last night. Uh, that didn't hit with those those folks just because I, I think that it was pretty niche. I think it's going to hit with you guys. Mickey Dean is to Auburn what Matt Luke was to Ole Miss. Mm. Um, and, and you have to keep in mind women's athletics as a whole, specifically soft, uh, college softball, it's it's a tough, tough, tough sport to, to recruit in. It's it's tough to evaluate. And, and, and just from a fundamental platform that it's tougher to recruit women's athletics. I mean, that, that's mm-hmm. it's a fact. We have less tape. We have less analysis. Um, and, and and that's not me pointing fingers at anybody. I, that's something we can improve on. But we all know that we have strides we could take. And I'm not saying that anybody would deny that. I think six years is kind of – you are getting to the point where you know where, where, where Mickey Dean can take you. But the course correct job has to be commendable because this team is is a, a, a perennial or, excuse me, an annual con- contender to be in, in, in a regional and should have hosted one this year. Yep. Uh, so uh, – there is that defense for Mickey Dean. Now on the counter side, you have two generational talents on, on this roster. And if you break it down just from what we saw this season, you're hit, you're, you're, you hired Eugene Lindsay out of DePaul. I don't know if you guys have ever done any research on the, on, on Lindsay. Um, Google him. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about as soon as we're off the show. Um, it was a head scratching hire in the first place, mm-hmm. um, especially after he was dismissed from DePaul. Uh, and, We've kind of seen hitters digress year to year. Yep. Uh, on, on, under, on, under that circumstance, no, look no further than Brielle's sophomore slumps accounted for, accounted for. And I mean, she had a crazy rookie, uh, freshman season. So let's kind of debunk that for a second. But the base running errors were horrific. 
I mean, decision making was was I mean horrific. It was, it was mm-hmm. horrific. I said this in a Twitter space in front of the Ellis family, by the way. So I don't don't think I'm just saying this behind a screen. Yeah. Um, the pitch calling was questionable as hell. You you have Matty Pensa, who I'm I'm sorry when you have Matty Pensa and Shelby Lowe, and they're getting giving up walk off hits, walk off homers, kind of on a semi routine basis. Even though you win a lot of series, those kind of levels of talent. Now Shelby Lowe had an off year; it happens. Matty Pensa mm-hmm. did not. You can't tell me they're missing their spots that much. They're not. Yeah. And 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 in game coaching decisions have been questionable. So so there is there's a solid argument to move forward. But here's the counterpoint, just like any other coaching change. I don't have a list. I have not even compiled a list because Auburn's not going to fire Mickey Dean this year, uh, in my opinion. I mean, I could be wrong. You guys are welcome. I'll come. I'll come back on and, and give my condolences if, if if that's the case. But there's really I don't even have a short list. Of, of suitable replacements that aren't lateral moves. It's, yep. it's like women's basketball. It's very top heavy. And, and everyone's kind of scrambling to be the Cinderella. Yep. Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I got to agree with you, man. I have people like DM me and stuff and they say, Oh, well, who could Auburn go get? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know who you go get because who's going to come to Auburn. And you know, like, who's going to leave their top program? You know, you're not you're not leaving an Oklahoma State. You're not leaving a UCLA. You're not leaving an Oklahoma, a Florida State. I just don't see that happening, Harrison. And and if you do come to Auburn, you got to deal with with Patrick Murphy, and and we all know what Alabama's done in, in women's softball. So it just kind of feels like I hate to say this, but we're stuck, you know, and and uh, we're, we're just. It feels like we're just trying to buy time, man, and and uh, it's it's a difficult place to be in. But you know, one thing that kind of caught my eye on Twitter, and me and Dustin talked about this on a previous episode, is the argument between Under Armour and Nike right now, man. And and you know, I I look, I, I hate Under Armour, Harrison. Uh, I I hate <laughs> it. I can't stand it. Uh, it is awful. It is the worst line of clothing uh, that their shoes are terrible. Their shirts are terrible. Their shorts are terrible. Everything, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're just awful. Uh, do you think that Under Armour, Auburn being sponsored by Under Armour, had anything to do with some of these girls leaving? No. <laughs> okay. Um, look, I've I've had some conversations off the record um, with, with some people within the program. Under Armour is not why any anybody left. To my to my knowledge, if yeah. that if that is a leading factor, you know what I will I will let you guys know ASAP. And I'm not laughing at you for the Under Armour take. I'm just it's just funny that we we keep resurfacing this. Now it is the reason that that a lot of girls got injured. Mm-hmm. How many times do we see Briella in a booth? This year? Uh, yeah, and, and 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 that's just the softball example. Uh, baseball don't even get me started on how piss poorly made those cleats are. But yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't think Under Armour's really the reason. Uh, I, I think there's a lot of factors and, and it's also important to remember you, you talked about how does Auburn get over that hump and, 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 and you're kind of stuck. There are girls like, like Brie Ellis, for example, I know I keep going back to this example, but she is probably the biggest name in the NCAA transfer portal. Yeah. That, look at what they've done at Auburn and, and, and could come to Auburn and, and be in a similar situation and say, okay, you know, I'm, I am one of the premier players in the country and, and I can transfer pretty much anywhere I want. I've topped out an NIL value and this program is kind of topped out of where I can go. And I, if I want to go win a championship, I need to do that elsewhere. Um, 
professional softball, not necessarily a career path, but if I want to make the most of my, my time and make the most of my name, image, and likeness, maybe Auburn's not the spot. Mm. This is just not, point. not the best fit. And, and I know that that's going to hurt a lot of people's feelings. And listen, I'm not a stranger to people being pissed off my mention. So come on. It's at by Harrison Tarr on Twitter. Yeah. Bring it on. Uh, I, I piss people off on a weekly and I don't want people to think this is like, oh, he hates Auburn. Like there are plenty of guys. I won't name names that people dog drag, drag through the mud. That's not it. It's just, I think realistically you look and go, okay, maybe Auburn isn't the pinnacle of, of softball. The SEC is mm-hmm. the pinnacle. I don't think Auburn is. Uh, I mean, the SEC plus Oklahoma who, there's you there you go coming to the sec yeah is, is the pinnacle of, of of college softball it's just kind of it's gonna hurt people's feelings kind of a, a launch pad mm. i think i think that 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 may be the state and and that that argument bolsters the determination of mickey dean but also can kind of challenge the other side right about saying hey how do we invest in this program so we're not a, a launch pad and mm. and it, it, it drums up a lot of interesting conversations we definitely had quite a few of them in that what well, was supposed to be 45 minute and came, became a two hour Twitter space yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Dustin, I, I'm looking down there at you, brother. I know you got something on your mind. What's up? I just, uh, when we talk about Under Armour, the, the, the injuries thing, that just gets me, you know, that you have players out here that are having to deal with injuries because you can't get the equipment right in 2023. It's just time to make it. I mean, it's time to make a change. Whenever we get to 2025, um, me and Blake talked about it previously here. So I don't know where you fall on it. Pro Nike, pro Nike. And a lot of that's for basketball reasons, honestly, basketball sure. recruiting. Sure. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I, I don't really have an opinion on the matter um, in terms of where, where, what contract Auburn lands on. Um, and to me, player safety is number one and, and, and maintaining their, and their, their, their health because nothing is a bigger waste of someone's time than being injured while using eligibility. Uh, and, and that, in, in my opinion, but it, it Nike could be cool. I mean, Chuck was lo- lobbying for it. Uh, um, yeah, but uh, I, I think that you could be there are a, a world of solid opportunities with with Adidas. Uh, I think that it, you know it's not as flashy, not as eye grabbing, but I think they do a solid job um, with, with with their equipment. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't typically get into the Under Armour discourse because it's one of those I'll believe it when I see it conversations. And Under Armour's filed for bankruptcy twice since they've been with Auburn, and Auburn has continued. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Harrison, do you think do you think Nike would go with Auburn since they're already with Alabama and yeah. and they would yeah they would. yeah Auburn Auburn's a top 20, top fifteen brand and in, in college athletic, and collegiate athletics yeah they would go with Auburn love that they would be stupid to not yeah absolutely I agree uh, Dustin you got one more in you so let's you want to do a little baseball real quick Harrison I didn't watch today guys I was at work. No, it's good. You didn't miss anything. You didn't miss anything. Yeah. It was what Auburn versus Alabama has been in every, pretty much every sport all year. Um, yeah. We got smoked. Yeah. Uh, no, I got how far do you think? How far? I'm gonna put you on the spot, man. Make a prediction. How far does this team go? Uh, Super regionals, uh, in my opinion. Uh, I, look, the, I like look, that. they're good. They're good. They're hot. I expect them to host a regional. I think everyone expects them to host a regional at this point. Also, mm-hmm. I saw a couple numbers where we could have nine SEC teams host a regional. I'm sick and tired of the of the whole the SEC's overrated bullshit. All right, yep, done. End, <laughs> end of conversation. Uh, I, I I I get it's double A ball, Harrison. It's double A ball. It, it is. No, you're, you're you're not wrong. I mean, look at the transition that Sonny Deshara Deshara went from Auburn to quite yeah, the double A ball. We have an example. <laughs> like, uh, no, yeah. I, I think yeah. that super regionals. But here's here's my take on this, guys. <laughs> I'm never counting out a Butch Thompson team. 
I, in the beginning of April, I went on the record right after Auburn lost to Alabama and said, I don't know that Auburn's going to Hoover. Excuse me. Sorry. I don't know that Auburn's going to Hoover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That went really well for me. That was a good take. <laughs> it's out. It's actually a graphic. Um, so it's out there in the world. Uh, and, and I will never doubt Butch again. And I, I haven't doubted him in the past. I don't know what compelled me to do so this year. Supers, unless this team just decides to forget their identity and just be stupid good, which they have been as of late. I'll tell you this. Yeah. I sure as hell wouldn't want to host them. Mm-hmm. I would not yeah, want to play the sure. Tiger. But yeah. You, uh, me, no. me and you had the does. same take on Hoover. You mean you had the same take on Hoover. I just wasn't bold enough to put it out there. I texted to Blake, but I never publicized it. So, <laughs> Look, man, I'll, I, my, my brand is I, – I am what I am. Yeah, I am. I don't switch up. If, if, I, <laughs> if I make a mistake, I'll tell you. If I, if I was wrong, um, congratulations, Auburn fans. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you should be happy about that. Yeah. Celebrate. But yeah, I, uh, I try to stay true. Uh, the one thing that I want to say, Blake, and then I'll be, I'm done is just, uh, we talk about all this NIL stuff and just on Twitter this week alone, I've seen people lobby for Bruce Pearl to have his own basketball facility. I've seen people say we need to improve the end, uh, the old scoreboard and Jordan hair, maybe add seats there, add luxuries. We already know that the baseball facilities at Plainsman are coming. And now we're saying that we need to upgrade and do better in our NIL facilities for women's as well. And I, uh, on the victory has less than 1000 subscribers. So get on there, donate, put your money where your mouth is kind of thing. And, and if you can't do that, I understand, you know, life's hard. Times are tough right now, but I'll say this, stop bitching then. Like I mm-hmm. just said, understand some of these things that are going on. How much money do you think they have? I mean, we're not balling outrageous. Like there's not billions of dollars. I mean, Yellowwood makes a lot of money. Okay. It's not Apple or Microsoft or something like let's, let's calm down here. So just chill out with all the bitching and all the complaining about every little thing. Auburn has great facilities. They're working on upgrading them. These things take time, man. I also don't know that Jimmy Jimmy Rain himself went on and put in his little email and made it onto Victory account. So I don't know that he's one of those thousands. So <laughs> can, can you, I, I like to imagine Jimmy Rain like on his like iPad, like putting in his email. He's like, "What's a, what's two factor authentication again?" Like that, that's in my head. That's that's how that went down. But Harrison, you know Jimmy Rain wants Auburn to lose, though, right? Like, like that's he, what you hear. You know that that's it's a booster problem, man. Like he like he pays all that money for Auburn to lose. Look. And according to half of my Twitter following, I'm an Alabama fan. <laughs> I got, I've got a $150,000 piece of paper on that wall right over there. It says Auburn University, but do with that as you will. <laughs> oh, goodness, I paid, man. I, paid, I, I had full tuition to Auburn. I paid full tuition out of state. So, yeah. Man, uh, Harrison, uh, one thing before we let you get out of here, man, I, I did want to highlight in the baseball uh, real quick, uh, Bryson Ware become the single season yeah, home run leader today. Uh, even though we oh, lost, yeah. uh, the, the guy has been balling out of his mind this year, man, and uh, I just wanted to throw that out there. A uh, big congrats to him. And uh, we, we're going to get Tanner Bauman on here uh, and, and talk some baseball with him. Uh, I, I DM'd him and said, hey, uh, come on after Hoover, and and we'll get you on here and talk about the regionals and and hosting and everything. So, um, you know, I, I think that's going to be huge. And and this baseball team uh, next week at at Plainsman, I mean, that's going to be an electric atmosphere. I I, I can't wait. Back to back years, man. Um, I I think this this program is. I think this program is slowly but surely putting itself up there, Harrison. 
with the likes of LSU, Arkansas, Mississippi State, Vanderbilt. And some people who aren't an Auburn fan might laugh at that, but how would you feel if Butch Thompson got a blank check for what he has done with the trips to Omaha, even though he hasn't won it yet? How would you feel? Do you think he deserves it? Well, actually, uh, I've, I've got to take – I was speaking with with a friend of, of, of mine uh, that works within the, the athletics department the other day. Folks, it's time to start talking about the fact that Butch Thompson might be the best coach on the on campus at Auburn. Yep. And and, and don't get me wrong. Yeah, I, sure. Bruce, Bruce Pearl's the right guy. Uh, well, you know, Jerry's still out on whether Hugh Freeze was the right fit. And, mm-hmm. and, and there's a lot of conversations. I think Johnny Harris is doing a phenomenal job with women's basketball. It is a real conversation. I had a buddy compare him and, and, and lay down some – understandable arguments about similarities to Pat Dye. Wow. Uh, yep. Uh, yeah. I, and, and that was one of those, I was like, what are we talking about here for a second? <laughs> yeah. you, know, you, you always hear your buddies out you crack open a, a, a beverage and you listen. And, yeah. and, and, and he had a reasonably compelling argument. Uh, what Butch has done at Auburn has been remarkable. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, rebuilding this program from the ground up and, and, and just, Quite literally, I know this is not an analytical take, but just never being out of anything is unbelievable. And and yeah. being a, a, a perennial host for for the regionals is is, is imp- impressive. I don't know about I, I hate the blank check check concept because mm-hmm. uh, I, I can never commit to a lifetime contract with anyone. But if there was a guy on this on on on, on Auburn's campus that I felt good about it, it would be Bush Thompson. I agree, man. I look, hey, at least give me eight years, you know, seven years, eight years, something okay. like that, man. I just can't see him get off to Mississippi State. Uh, that would that would be gut wrenching uh, because I don't want to go back to the Sonny Galloway days, and uh, those were horrible. <laughs> but uh, Harrison, man, wrapping this thing up tonight, uh, we really appreciate you coming on and, and talking women's athletics, uh, baseball, everything Auburn, man. Uh, but if you could, before you get out of here, plug your work and your show, uh, your show over at the College Loop, man. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for thank you so much for having me on. This has been a blast. Uh, I'm sorry I talked your ear off. I love to talk ball. It's <laughs> it's that's why I pursued a career in this. But yeah, I'm at Harrison Tar at by Harrison Tar on Twitter. Make sure to come hang out. Uh, I love discourse. I love people pulling, you know. Don't don't shade at me. It's my favorite thing in the world. I love to get into banter. Uh, check out all of our work over at the College Loop. That's at the College Loop. No gimmicks there. If, if you can spell, you can find it. Uh, our shows are every every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. Um, if you want to come hang out, we have a couple of sneak. We, d- we don't even tell people, and we just have, go live on YouTube every now and again. So make sure you turn on and ring the bell um, when, when you subscribe. All the, all, the, all of our socials are available, whether that be Facebook, Instagram, the whole nine. You can check out my written work at the Auburn Daily at theauburndaily.com. Uh, I do whatever, whenever. So I mean, yeah, it's just kind of yeah. kind of plug and play uh, with uh, with my man Zach Blackerby and and that that gang, and that, that's what we got going on. Thank you guys so much. I enjoyed it, fellas. Yeah, Harrison, man. Anytime you were welcome back. We love talking Auburn sports, man. And with that being said, we're gonna wrap this one up. And like always, we're gonna leave you with a war damn eagle. We're out.